Welcome to Footy for Two. I'm Solomon Dubner. I'm Stephen Dubner. Nice to see you, bud. You too. So yesterday, you know what happened? Yesterday, what happened? The, the sun rose. Yes. The sun set. I had Hawaiian pizza. I probably wow. had, I think I probably had six or seven meals of Hawaiian <laughs> pizza over the past five days. For whoever doesn't know, Hawaiian pizza is a regular pizza, but it has ham and pineapple on it. And I'm not the biggest lover of pineapple. I like ham, but it's unbelievable. Mm. Especially I mean, from famous Familia's Pizzeria in 94th Amsterdam. 90, I'm not even being paid to talk about it. 96th in Amsterdam. Yeah, 96th. I'm thinking about upper 90 and 94. Let me ask you a question. When you get into something, you get into it. Yeah. Like Hawaiian pizza, football. That's about it, really. <laughs> <laughs> I like Drake. Drake. The yeah, dog. Fall, you like- he's one of the few people who, I, who we follow on Twitter. Oh, is that right? Do you know that we follow Drake? I did not know we followed Drake. I run the Twitter account. Does Drake follow us back? Of course. Mm. Now, um, but let me ask you this. What, what do you think that says about your character, your personality, that you get really, really, really into stuff? I think it's like you to an extent. Mm-hmm. But I think you last more than I do. Well, football, I remember I've been into it for a good part of my life now. You've, last, you've been for obsessed years. with football for... I've been a fan for like seven years. I've been obsessed for four, I'd say. Okay. Well, let the let the obsession continue. Yes, sir. L'chaim. L'chaim. What are we talking about today? Can you give us a just a quick preview of the ground you want to cover? Transfers. The window just slammed shut, so we're just talking about transfers today. The window, the transfer window is over. It's also international break in the big European leagues. Yeah. And we're sorry that we didn't get an episode out last week to about the weekend action about clubs, but we just too much going on. Yeah. End of summer. We, yeah, we were busy. How do you feel about starting school on Tuesday? Do I have, you gave me a thumbs up. That means I have to say I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm not thrilled, but I think it'll be a good year. I think it'll be a good year. Um, can we just quickly go over what's happening besides, so I know you want to round up the transfers, World Cup qualifying? USA beat uh, St. Vincent Grenadine 6 0. Two goals from the American Messi, Christian Pulisic. You're excited about him, right? Oh, it's unbelievable. He plays where? Dortmund. Dortmund, yeah. And he gets real minutes. Um, Argentina and Messi's retired. Leon return. retired, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, so he beats, they beat Argent, they beat Uruguay as far as 1-0, Messi scoring the one goal, Golazo. I saw the goal. The goal, that, it was like this heel flick that was nutso. The shot itself was fine. It was a deflected shot. It was shot. a great goal. It was a great goal. As his conversation with Suarez was picked up before the match. Do you want me to say it? Sure. Do you remember, do you remember what it is? Because in that case, I could be Messi, it could be Suarez. Uh, you're, sure, I'll be Suarez. Uh, let me think. What did I say? Hey, Lu- Luis, I can't wait to see you lose tonight. Uh, I think you'll be the one that's losing, my little friend. Okay, no. No? So, what happened was, so Messi <laughs> says, Luis, I can't wait to see you lose tonight. And then Suarez says, you, I thought you were tired. And then says to the referee, isn't that right, ref? And then uh, Louis, Leo says... Um, I came out of retirement as soon as I heard we were playing you. Uh, and once we're done with this game, you'll be wishing you had stayed retired. <laughs> and then uh, Luis says, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. And then he probably was wishing. So it was 1-0, Uruguay, or, uh, excuse me, Argentina, Argentina won. won. Uh, Leo's sitting out the next World Cup qualifier, however, against, is it Venezuela, I want to say? Yeah, minor injury, I, fr- I think it's hamstring. He, he's going to be fit for the next league match against Olives, but I heard Enrique might rest him mm-hmm. and give Alcacer his first start, which mm-hmm. I think is the right choice. Okay, good to know. Um, MLS, for just a minute, I know you don't follow it closely, oh, but... I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> Why not? NYCFC, we have one of the most exciting wins in club history, and I wasn't feeling well, so we didn't go. That's true. We did not go to the match for what turned out to be. It was a 3-2 come from behind against D.C. United in the 94th minute was the winner. We we went down 36. Lloyd Sam actually was the former Red Bull scorer. And then via Iguaz in the 79th, 
Lampard gave us a lead in the 85th. They equalized in the 91st. You know, can I and just say Lampard something? Was, if we'd 94. been there, you know what would have happened? It, it would have been a no-no. No, no, no. If we'd been there, we would have left after they equalized in the yeah, 91st. Because we would have said, probably. there goes NYCFC That's again, true. blowing the late That's lead. That's true. And we would have been walking to the subway. I don't want to think. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, congratulations. Lampard had scored his 300th goal a, a week earlier, right? 300th for club and country. Friend of <laughs> and he's actually he's fourth. He has eleven goals in sixteen games. Wowzer! As a midfielder, uh, it's almost as good as I would do if I came out of retirement to play for NYCFC. I I literally am. I have no words. <laughs> Yo tango no words. But but um, but Salman, let me just say um, the season's getting close to the end. Uh, NYCFC uh, retook the top of the table at least temporarily. They're, they still had a game in hand uh, or so and so. An extra game, yeah. T Toronto had, had. Is it Toronto that has a game in hand? I believe so. I believe the so. The Red so Bulls anyway, are up there. Are you the New Jersey Red Bulls? How excited! Can I, can I just say one thing? If you're a Red Bulls fan, don't even try to talk about your that being superior. You lie about where you're from. You're well, not from New York. You're from New Jersey. What about the New York Giants and the New York Jets? That's American they football. They did both right begin now. in New York. Who, uh, who? The Giants and Jets. They both began in New York. Yeah, so. but no. Red Bulls fan, you're not the New York Red Bulls. You are the New Jersey Red Bulls. Well, a little bit. But I love you all. A little bit more of your New York snobism showing through. It's good yes, to see sir. it's alive and well. Um, but I'm personally, I'm really looking forward to the end of the. Yeah, it was after the playoffs. And I like having a league where there are playoffs. I hate to say it. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, and other really big football news this week. The biggest news. I know this. Is, I guess it's going to be minor. It's minor. Big, 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 big news. What is it? And it's news that I have to say, I don't think Solomon Dudner is very happy about. Oh, is it FIFA? It's FIFA. It's just a game. Oh, it's just How a game. How much do you want to bet Ronaldo paid to be the highest rated player? <laughs> All right, so here's the news. Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, your bet noir. You know what bet noir means? I have a feeling some you well, hate. Well, uh. It, I'm it ready. literally means black. Get, I'm sorry. Hurry it up a little bit because I'm ready to go on a rant. I'm ready to go on a rant. Right. Well, anyway, Cristiano Ronaldo is now replacing Lionel, Lionel Messi, the top-ranked player on the FIFA game. And you're just going to have to live with that. Five Ballon d'Ors to three. Ronaldo gets credit because he barely, didn't play well and he led his country to the European Championship. Messi's carried his country to, the last, to finals in the last three summers and the Copa America before. Carried them there. They, they got unlucky, they lost, and he's treated like a villain. Mm. Let this be a lesson to little Leo and to everyone. When, I know people when say... You a, when, you have a, <clears throat> when you have a choice between winning and losing, you win. should win. I've heard people say, people who are neutral, th it's this simple. If, if, you th th if you say Ronaldo's better than Messi... You, you're basically, I know nothing about football, and I'm a Real Germain United or Portugal <laughs> fanboy. It's, it's true. The numbers back it up. It, I'm, I'm done. I, I don't have time for... That. 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 That is a good word. Is that the word you're looking now for, that? Now <laughs> let's go to transfers. This is going to be a, a just, pretty anti-Madrid episode, but it could probably... Let me say this. Change. You've been tutoring me pretty regularly now for a year, year and a half maybe about, you know how transfers work between yeah. clubs, the windows, there's a winter one, there's a summer one. Can you just yeah. give for people who are listening who don't know, who know as little as I knew then or I know still relatively little, just a very, very brief summary of how, because it's very different from American sports leagues for sure. Yeah, it's set up in a way to help the big clubs succeed more and stay at the top. Um, I have a good friend, Italian, and he was talking about what he thinks of the American trading or transfer system, and he said it's stupid because... 
in his words, you can't buy players with money, <laughs> which is true. Football transfers are about having money. In American sports, it's about trading. Well, and, not all American sports leagues have the same rules. There's, they differ from league to league in terms of they're, parity. They're similar and, to an extent. It's all, uh, trading is the main thing. But the other thing that's strange about, I mean, there are a lot of things about the transfer market that are strange, which loans, is... Loans, loans. Yeah, loans are interesting. It, um, transfers often happen into the middle. I mean, the season has begun. There's yeah. a lot of uncertainty. You'll hear that people are gone and then they stay. I mean, not that that kind of rumoring doesn't happen in American sports. Because anyway, it's a very... It happens all the time in football if you're an Arsenal fan. It's a very, very, very fluid Wait, can and I just flexible... point out one funny thing? Sure. So, um... What if it's not funny? It is funny, trust me. So one of the sections on the transfer episode is five players who did the best for their clubs by staying. Mm-hmm. Three of them were known Arsenal targets, and the other two probably <laughs> were. If you so didn't have Arsenal to beat up on, who would you beat up I on? I like Arsenal. That's the thing. I know that's, you do. Right. Yeah, if I didn't have them, I'd, I'd probably choose Liverpool. Mm. <laughs> that's another. Um, that's a pretty easy target as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so your first category here today is 10 best under-the-radar deals. And this is just 10 deals I feel are very good for the team the buying team. These are all based on the buying team. Okay. Um, they're very good. They may not have been as much talked about, and they're not in any particular order, but let's start. Take it away. First one, my one of my favorites is João Mario, Portuguese winger in central mid. He joined Inter for about 30 million euros, which is not that much considering the money that Chairman Eric Tahir is investing in the club. He's playing the wing, playing in the middle of the park. He's Inter made a lot of signings. This summer very good, and it's going to come up a lot. And... Uh, he was very good at the Euros for Portugal, so I think that's a good one. Okay, who's next? Uh, Arcadius Arake, we'll call him, his nickname, Arake Milik. Uh, 32 million euros to join Napoli as a new striker to play Higuain. I think he's about 22. Mm-hmm. So you could say it's a lot of money Coming for him. Coming from? Ajax. Could, what is I was, was Ajax a real premier team for years? In the 90s, they? they won like yeah. three straight Champions Leagues. And now... It seems like they're not even the best club in Holland. Always. It seems like I never hear of anyone big going to Ajax anymore. Yeah. Are they mostly homegrown. How does that work? Are they they mo- sold to Pi. They're they're not winning Serie A. Oh no, they didn't sell to Pi. I think what am I thinking? PSV Eindhoven sold to Pi. Who I think won. What were you thinking? Team. What was I thinking? No, they've started to decline lately. They just sold Jasper to listen to Barca. Is that indicative of the whole Dutch league, or is that more of an Ajax? More of an Ajax. They'll be back. They'll be back. Okay. All right. Um. So Arkadijus Milik, Arak Milik, uh, yeah, 32 million is a lot, but considering they sold Higuain for 90 million, which is like the deal of the century for them, mm. even though it's hard to lose him, it's not that much money. He, he has two games, two goals, one start, and that start is where both goals came, and a, a brace against AC Milan, which is massive. So a lot of these chances are Italian. So Gabriel Barbosa. Can I ask you a question? Inter. Sorry to interrupt. Is you there mean. anything about the Italian league that makes it riper for a certain kind of transfer or no? I want to say Just so. Just this season, it ha- there ha- I mean, obviously there's a lot of action in the Premier League, which I'm yeah. sure you're going to get to. All right, go ahead. Proceed. So Gabriel Barbosa or Gabigol, Inter Milan signed him for 20 million euros. He's unbelievable. He's, if anyone can be the next AMR out of all the million guys who've had the nicknames, it's him. It's not me? No. Okay. No. Well, maybe if you change <laughs> your hair. <laughs> Okay. And your nationality, and your age, and your skills. Yeah, I was going to say skills, I think, is yeah. probably the yeah. number one barrier. Um, <laughs> so $20 million's a lot for a 19, 20-year-old, but it's, he's a bargain. He could be worth triple that eventually. He could easily win the Ballon d'Or one day. He's maybe the best young talent in the world. And another great young talent who I've talked a lot about from Football Manager, but I've watched him too, is Brielle Embolo. Uh, 22.5 million euros from Basel to Schalke. A famous selling club. They've sold Neuer. Basel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Schalke. Oh, Schalke. 
uh, Neuer, Rakitic, Urzel. Wait, Traxler, he went which way? To Schalke, which is also they're both selling clubs by saying because he can be sold on for a massive fee from Schalke after he becomes a. I mean, star. it's always like with any investment, it's enticing to think that you're getting a great deal, but sometimes the deals don't work out at all. Yeah. I mean, this is one problem. It's harder to pay attention to the things that don't go well because they don't get as much coverage or mm. as, as much attention. Can, I'm sure you can think, though, of someone who was bought in the last year or two or three years for what seemed like a good amount, of, a good deal at the time, but turned out to actually be a terrible deal, right? On Di Maria. Well, yeah, I blame a, United for that. That's kind of a special case, maybe. How so? Because mm. they only give him one year. They only gave him one year. He didn't seem to fit in. But it um, didn't work, that's what you're saying. Yeah, true. Okay. Um, my f- fifth one is Kevin Voland, a guy who I like very much. He signed for uh, Bayer Leverkusen from Hoffenheim, staying in the Bundesliga. Um, he had 10 goals, no, 10 assists, 8 goals last year in 33 games, which is very good. It's not amazing, but he gives a lot more. His work rate, his tenacity, he can play anywhere across the front three or as an attacking midfielder, and only 20 million euros. I think it's a great deal. Then six, or maybe my favorite young player in the game, Usman Dembele. Uh, last year, he was 18 and 19 when he was in Ligue 1. He still had 12 goals and five assists for a mid-table club, Stade Rene. So that's pretty unbelievable. I don't know if it's Stade Rene, I think it's just Rene. He went to Dortmund for only 14 million euros, I think. Um, he's unbelievable. He, all the big clubs wanted him. And Dortmund's a big club. I think he was right to choose not a super club and just a big one that, where he knows what nurture and develop. Why is that? I mean, I guess it's obvious why it's important to you well, want to get playing time. But yeah. um, Dortmund's known for really nurturing young players as well. Mm-hmm. And, Who else is? Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Um, nurturing, but meaning often playing B team. But eventually make, nurturing means they'll eventually make it to the top. Meaning they give you a chance to actually prove you. Yeah, and, and they make of, you better player. Speaking of nurturing young talent, the Barca under twelve. Oh yeah. That was, oh my gosh. It, for those of you who haven't seen it, which I'm guessing is most people, can. Well, me? I did tweet it. I know. It well, was. We, I guess that's probably where I we, learned about we, it. Yeah, we beat a Japanese team in a big under twelve championship in in Japan. Was it in Japan? And, yeah, I believe it was. And, and I believe the it, Japanese, was, it was one nil, right? I'm not sure about the score. Japanese mm-hmm. kids were crying. They were very upset after all the Barca players came up and started consoling them. And that's really the attitude and the values of Barca. But consoling them in a way that was like unbelievably, I, I can't say heartfelt. I can't know what these kids were, were feeling or thinking. But uh, there was something about the, the visceralness of the sportsmanship yeah. that was really impressive for young people. For, yeah. And Barcelona's famous saying is uh, valor or valor. Um, which is um, it's about caring for others. That's what the club is known for. Real Madrid is, I forget the Spanish word, is gentlemanliness, mm-hmm. which, and I can't get into, but... Um, <laughs> seven signing. Mesque un club, baby. Exactly. Yep. All right. Seven signing, Pierre-Emil Hoisberg from Bayern Munich, signed to Southampton for 8 million euros. He's one of Pep's prodigies. Uh, do you remember the Pep book? I do. You didn't, re- you didn't read the whole thing. I read the first But you, I remember you read about so. this guy. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Mm-hmm. He's smart. Great football brain. Pep compares him to Iniesta, which is unbelievable. He's 21 or 22. Is there any player that gets compared to more than Iniesta in your, in your, sorry, is there any player that you compare people more to favorably than Iniesta? I'd say no. Right? He's kind of the the magic that you like to look for in great players, not necessarily the flashiest goal scorer. As as Messi, but Messi, there's no one. Mm -hmm. There's no one on that level ever. Ever. How if if Iniesta is a ten in your assessment of you know the footballer in the middle who's who does all the important things? Where is Busquets? 
9.8. Really? 9.8. Really? Maybe 9.5. Mm-hmm. Okay, proceed. So my next one is Gregor's Kurchawiak from Sevilla to PSG. Unai Emery, the new PSG manager, brought him from Sevilla uh-huh. uh, for 33.6 million euros, which is a lot, but for a club PSG size and finance, that's nothing. Um, he's a tough, physical, aggressive defensive midfielder, which is where he's best, but he can also play as center back. He would be an advanced playmaker if he needs, so it's good to have that versatility and will help to reach Sevilla's, uh, PSG's goal winning the Champions League. Who did um, PSG replace you know who with? They replaced King Zlatan with no one directly. <laughs> they, because there's no replacement for King Zlatan? Kind of. They're <laughs> keeping Cavani to trust him as a first striker. I'm not sure that's going to work. Mm-hmm. I don't know, honestly, how good he is. Um, he was better at Napoli. He's scoring 30-plus goals this season consistently. But he's really fallen off PSG. Um, they bought Hesse from Real Madrid, who I'll get into later, as one of the worst deals. But, um, yeah, so uh, ninth. Or not any particular the ninth person though for the under the radar deal is Sofian Fuguli, free transfer from uh, Valencia to West Ham. Valencia is really going downhill. Um, he's a great alternative, even to start alongside Payet and I and Andre Ayew. Great new signing Ayew, and everyone knows Payet. Uh, it's unbelievable like I'm a free transfer. Any club would want him. He's just a magician, an Algerian magician like uh, Islam Samani, who just came to Leicester and his compatriot, you know, the other Algerian magician. Uh, Mahrez. But job. I think that if you were to ever write a memoir, I think Algerian magician has a nice ring Algerian magician? How many, how many times have I used that term magician. just now? Uh, a lot. Just now, three, but I've never heard it before, but it's a good thank phrase. You, thank yeah? you, And who's your final best of the under-the-radar signings? Samuel Mtidi is my personal favorite. Uh, yes, he is. Uh, he? Barcelona signed for 25 million euros. He's already been great. He's a ball-playing center back. He gets forward even more than PK. 25 would sound like a lot for any team other than Barca, wouldn't it? Barcelona had, I'd say, I'm not sure exactly how much the budget was this year. I knew, but I forgot. I know they, I think they went a little bit over. That's okay. He was taken out, though, of last year's budget. Uh, why is that? Just because he was signed earlier? Yeah, I think so. And let me ask you this. How much would his price have risen in percentage terms, let's say, if he had been signed by Barca or someone else after the Euros, did do you think his his performance there? It was very good. I don't know how much would have affected it because we were the only club who was really in for him, and we have a good relationship with Leo and I know. So I think it would have been set at twenty five. Could have gone up to thirty. I see. But still, he was he didn't start. I mean, he was a he, he was a real star of the Euros in that he came on as a starter midway through and. Yeah. And did very well for Team Leeds. So well. mm. And now it's yeah, Rami. What's how? Is he good? No. Oh, okay. Uh, let's. What uh, happened to the French? Didn't the French lose like a million center backs to injury? Or yeah, Varane, Mathieu, oh. Laporte. Would do you think Mathieu would have been a, uh, would have helped that team a lot in no. retrospect? Maybe. <laughs> okay, so those were the ten. You want to just repeat them quickly? Last names. Yes. I'll go from bottom to top because that's where my computer is. Please. Umtiti, Faguli, Kerchawiak, Hoysberg, Dembele, Valen, Mbolo, Barbosa, or Gabigol. Milik and Mario. Very good. So those were your 10 best under-the-radar deals during the summer transfer window. Now, your next category... Is just five players. Players who did very well by help for their clubs by staying. Oh, I, that's a good yeah. category. Still, Lyon. The first one is another Lyon player, Alexandre Lacazette. You love him, don't you? I do. He's very good. Arsenal, of course, didn't sign him. He really wanted him. So what happened, do you know, in a case like that? In, is it money? Is it What's it about? It's they have the money, but Wenger's uh, very financially too responsible. <laughs> he ended up signing Lucas Perez and Shikotra Mustafi, which I think are very good deals as a striker 
and center back, but I'm going to get into one of his deals that I don't approve of later. Okay. Uh, Real Marais and Vardy also both famously rejected Arsenal. <laughs> um, the reigning players' player of the year and the players' right and the writers' player of the year, Marais and Vardy. They're very important to Leicester, who started off fine. Lukaku, um, very good. He was great last year, stayed as Everton. If he has one more season like last year, I'll consider him a truly world-class striker. And the last one is Mauro Icardi, mm-hmm. the um, Inter Milan striker. He's like 23, Argentine, very good. He just became the captain, um, new Argentinian captain for legend Javier Zanetti. Many clubs want him, Man U, Chelsea, probably Arsenal. But he stayed at Inter, and I'm not sure it's the right choice for his career, but it's great for Inter. Good to know. So those are five players who did the best for their clubs by staying. Your first category was 10 under the radar, 10 best under the radar signings. Now There's you've 10 got best the overall. 10 best and this, this is very best opinionated. Meaning, best meaning what in this case? Just overall best. Best how good for the for, incoming club. For the, for the buying club. And I, I probably forgot a lot of transfers. But if, and tweet us at footy for 2 or email us at footy for 2 at gmail.com if you disagree. Um, so I think the best one, there's only one option. The kickboxer. He's Paul Pogba, not actually. I wrote him first, but... Oh, number one would be ha, King's Lotton. It has to be Zlatan. Zlatan. They bought him for free. They've already made loads of money off him. He brings back a winning attitude. He scores goals. He's unbelievable. Paul Pogba, same winning attitude. Uh, he pr- gives you that swagger back. Yes, he was the most swift transfer of all time. But I think it's worth it. We'll find out. Um, okay. he, he dominates so you're, games. So are these ranked? Are you putting Ibra and Pogba as two, the two best? All I'm saying is Ibra's the best. After that, I'm not ranking. Okay. My, so Ibra, Paul Pogba, number three? Next one is Andre Gomez, mm-hmm. who I love at Barcelona. 50 million euros, a lot of money. Based. I love how He's you love it. him based on so little yet with Barca. I've w- watched his highlights. He's unbelievable. Okay. He's 50 million is a lot, but it's not too expensive. I know why you like him. Because he's selling for Real Madrid? Yes. No, I, I, I was saying for months we should sign this guy. I know, but still, the fact that, that Real Yes, Madrid... the fact that they were expecting to announce him that night and then, <laughs> then we finished the deal in 30 minutes helps. Mm. Was there a fax involved? Must have been. Or the lack of a fax? They need it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a joke to David Haya's transfer to Real Madrid didn't go through last summer because, man, you didn't fax in the papers on time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're laughing at Real Madrid or you're laughing at people using fax machines? <laughs> Both. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, re- he's unbelievable. He has Xavi, Busquets, and Iniesta in him. He's going to be, un- and Pogba in him, too. If he, he, float, he can float out of the game, but he can just turn around like that. And right. did, you, did you pick up the snap? I picked up I the snap. That's, I'm picking up the snap. I'm excited to see Gomez, okay? Yeah, Miralem Pjanic, Juventus, 38 million euros from Roma. We can need one of their biggest rivals and, um, and getting one of their best players, their best player for how, 38 million How much years. of a shoe in is Juve this year, having lost Pogba? They'll win the league, no mm-hmm. problem. Along with Higuain, which I'll talk about later. Then another one who you love, Renato Sanchez. I do love Renato Sanchez. Uh, best young player of the Euros, won the award. One of the best young players in Europe from Benfica to Bayern Munich. He's going to be unbelievable. What would they pay? 35. Potential to go up to 80, I think. How does that mean based on performance? Add-ons, winning. I'm so. guessing that uh, baseline fee would have been more had that uh, deal been made after the Euros, yes or no? A little bit more, but mm-hmm. he was already old. How old is he, either 19 or 45? He's there, yeah, he's either 18 or 26. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Renato Sanchez will be fun to watch this yeah. year at Bayern. Antonio Condreva, another player at Inter. He left Lazio. He's, I think, their best sign. He's unbelievable. A winger. I'm excited to see him. Paco Alcacer. 
mm-hmm. who I love at Barcelona, another player like Gomez we signed Is from Valencia. Is that the fourth striker? The fourth striker, the okay. coveted fourth striker. He's going to provide great backup to MSN. Of all the fourth strikers that were on your wish list for Barca, where did he rank? I got it. He might have been first, honestly. Really? Yeah. You've forgotten already? You were so flushed with joy about I, getting him? Would, I'd say he was first. All right, who was ranked maybe second, third, and fourth? Or just who were some others? Vieto, Gabigol, um, and let me ask Antoine you, Griezmann would have been nice. And let me ask <laughs> but you that's this. obviously not realistic. When, when there's, I um, wouldn't want him, though. When there's uh, a target that you want for Barca, you being a big Barca supporter, and they go elsewhere, and, and it's not Real Madrid, do you root for them more because at one point you wanted them, or does it make you kind of sour on them as a fan? I wouldn't say it affects it either way. Maybe it makes me a little sour, mm-hmm. like Vieto and Gamero rejecting us, knowing they wouldn't play much. Mm-hmm. I think Alcacer, even though he knows he won't play much, I think it's a great choice. He's already great. He's already a re- regular in the Spanish national team. But it's a real pickle and, if you're and very good. And he's 22. It's a real pickle, gonna, though, if you're very good. I think he could be a very good replacement for Luis Suarez one day. Mm. If you're very good and you want to go to a club that's very, very good, you just know you're not going to play so much. On the other yeah. hand, they but play... He's the- their schedule is he's so He's there to learn. He knows that. He knows he's going to improve there. Okay. And number eight, player who I'm not always the biggest fan of, but loan signing to Torino, Joe Hart. Joe Hart. I thought he signed with Duncow, Joe Hart. No, he's no? not good enough. Mm. Uh, yeah, I make fun of him, but he's a good goalkeeper. He's not great. He's good. And for a club in Serie A, could be playing relegation. Massive signing. I've, I always think that the two most p- important positions for a relegation fine team are, without a doubt, striker, because you need those goals to keep you up, and a goalkeeper who can... Because if you're a relegation fighting team, you're going to be facing a lot of shots, and you need a good goalkeeper there to stop them. Maybe Joe Hart will end his career with Duncow back in Shrewsbury, a homecoming. By then, Duncow will have been promoted again and again and again, so because the, they're so just the on a league. massive... Well, it's going to be a little while, but yeah. uh, it'd be nice to see. The last two are both, um, are both, uh, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Chelsea. Chelsea. Good job. <laughs> Someone's paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mishi Batshuayi, who I've always liked, I've talked about, he's been very good for Chelsea, 33 million pound striker. He's scoring, he's assisting, he's tough, he's fast, he's very good. Um, N'Golo Kante. he's been very, very good sitting the bottom of the midfield from Leicester. It was sad seeing leave Leicester, but... Now the five worst deals, also two of which are Chelsea. Uh, David Luiz bought back for yes. Well, the one it's thing a bad deal financially. You're financially and something is that good. Really, the way it's good financially is two years ago they sold a PSG for fifteen million euros. Now they bought him back for thirty-two. But I just think he's that he's good. I just think that the hair has some power. That could be true. Remember when we saw him? I do. We were at a France-Brazil friendly. He was about 20 rows below us watching. In the crowd, It was right? in the Stade de France. Yeah. Was he hurt? He was hurt because yeah. he lived in Paris and he, Brazil was playing. Mm-hmm. And we, you could easily see him 20 rows down. And it was nice. He hair. came into the crowd. I guess he was coming to his seat or yeah. leaving his seat, and yeah. people were very, very, very... I got a picture of his hair. People were very appreciative. I mean, it was the perfect crowd to be appreciative. It was Brazil and France. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, another one of Chelsea's bad signs is Marc Salonto. He's fine. Left back from Fiorentina, but he's more of a left wing back. So Conte, yes, he loves wing backs. He loves playing five at the back, but he might not always do that. And you really need five to play him to the best of his abilities. But Chelsea hasn't needed a left back. Aspilicueta, I love. He's been filling there for two years like a square peg in a round hole. Or mm. it's a round hole. It's a square peg in a round hole. Yeah, well, yeah I guess you I love can get saying. a round I love peg that. into I a square hole. I love that hole. saying, don't you? I'm glad you do. Yeah. Thank you. But now he can play it right back where he belongs. Mm-hmm. 
three other times I don't like. One I've mentioned, Gonzalo Higuain. He's good. He's not that good. He's fat. People were joking <laughs> about how overweight he was when he came back to Juve. He's the third most expensive transfer of all time. He's not, or fourth maybe. I think he's third, though. I think he's more expensive than Cristiano Ronaldo. His former Madrid teammate. Only more expensive are Pogba and Bale. Yeah, it weakens Napoli, and it'll help them in Serie A, but Champions League, he could do, I just don't like him that much. Also, because if it wasn't for him, Messi would have won international trophies. He's the reason he lost the World Cup, and he's the reason he lost the Copa two years ago. Can I ask you a question? Or last do year. You, do you get so into transfer news because primarily uh, there hasn't been much action going on, or would you be into it, even if the season was full-blown? Even the season was full-blown, but lack of action, mm. lack of matches helps. And the fifth one is Hesse, like I said, PSG, bottom from Real Madrid, 25 million euros, he's about 22 years old. He's a good striker, but he's not the quality you get to replace Ibra and doesn't have that potential. Solomon, I feel... Wait, we're not done. Oh, sorry. I know there's nothing left on layout. I just want to give a shout-out to Pep at Man City for buying great players. I haven't mentioned them, but he bought Gundogan, Gabriel Jesus, John Stones, Leroy Sané, Nolito, and Claudio Bravo. I just want to say, well done, Pep. Do you think that... Um, what would you put um, Man City's probability of winning the league at right I say now? it's them or United or Chelsea. Mm. Or Leicester or Spurs no. or Sunderland. Or Duncow. Or Duncow. Um, Salman, I feel extremely informed about the I'm best glad. and most under and overvalued uh, transfers. Um, it's great to see <laughs> what's wrong. What's wrong? I've cried so much. About what? I just miss club football. <laughs> Hang in another week or Thank so. Um, personally, here's my view. It's great to see Louise back in Chelsea blue. It's not footy for one. It's footy for do. <laughs> Talk to you I later, friends, you know. Yeah.